Welcome back to Don't Call a Book Club. My name is Luke. My name is Big Shoe. I should have I should have expected you to do this. And you know how I got that name, Luke? Tell me. Well, uh one time I saw this really big shoe on a guy and thought that'd make a great name. <laughs> it was it was one big shoe? Just on one on one guy, yeah. Okay. It's a good story. I give you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I got that name. Yeah. Yeah, well played. Okay. So <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna just brush by it. Uh starting a new book today. We have read the first third of The Grey Bastards by Jonathan French. That is that's up to chapter fourteen. So we've read through chapter thirteen. Yes. It's about a third of the way, as we promised. Uh, about a third of the way. It was another it was another tough place to stop for me. Yeah. Uh, we don't really know what's gonna happen with our boys. Right. right. And girl. A uh, girls, I should say. Yeah, multiple. So uh yeah, the okay, the last thing that happened was the the elf lady that they rescued is now being brought into this meeting with the Grey Bastards. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But let's go let's go to the beginning. Okay. Um I was a I was a fan of the little intro scene where we get introduced to our main characters. Mm-hmm. They get in a little scrap. Getting a little scrap. A really a really satisfying scrap as mm-hmm. well. Because mm-hmm. we're immediately we're immediately fans of them, I think. Right? Yeah, 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 definitely. Cause they, they, they come across as very cool. They come across as the like veterans of this intense area and they're showing they're showing the noobs what's mm-hmm. what. Mm-hmm. And they they get a really this this one noob who's the absolute worst. Uh, yeah, really really satisfying killing this guy. So good intro to our characters. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And okay the the other thing about this scene is our first introduction of the mounts that they ride. The hogs. The hogs, they're called barbarians. Mm-hmm. Just big, big, big hogs. Uh, the great thing is that Oats, the the big half-orc, yeah. his pig's name is Ugfuck. Yeah. But he's just the sweetest. I know. <laughs> uh, we love Ugfuck. Ugfuck has the most personality, I think, of all of these, these hogs so far. Yeah. Although I will say, I think, I don't know if Ugfuck himself actually does, <laughs> but he's treated differently by his owner or rider. Yeah. When it's just, it's fantastic that the big, super intimidating guy whose pig's name is Ugfuck, and he's just like, they just, they just, lo- they just love each other. He's They're- just the sweetest. He has the soft spot in his heart for this disgusting-looking hog. But is it actually ugly? It's, got- it's called Ugfuck. <laughs> it's for sure ugly. But on the on the scale of these 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 big hogs, yeah. Like, is it is it? Can it be that noticeably ugly? It's got to be way uglier than the other ones, right? Because if they're all ugly, you wouldn't call one ug fuck if it was just a little uglier than the other ones. Ah, uh... you're not gonna line up, Luke. You're not gonna line up all these hogs and just go through the gradients of which one looks the ugliest and be like, okay, you know what? This one's the ugliest. We're going to call this one ug fuck. No, you're going to see that hog in isolation and think, holy shit, what is that? <laughs> okay. I I see that point. However, this this comes people's people's preferences in pet names comes into play here a little bit. Okay. Like I don't know. I, I think there's a chance 
that Oates finds most of these hogs ugly. <laughs> or or not necessarily ugly, but he he maybe prefers this kind of uh almost self-deprecating name to other names that other people give to their mouths. I see. I see. So I think there's a chance that that Oates would have given a name similar to Ugfuck to another hog. All right. I'll say this. Jackal says it's a fitting name. Oh, okay. Jackal's going through and saying like all the hog names. Uh, yeah. He says he says hearth is a very good one for his, but Ugfuck. What, what does that even mean? Though? Yeah, yeah. This is my this is this is my point. He's like Ugfuck. He nailed it. Oats <laughs> yeah, but at a certain it. at a certain level, when you name your pet, the the name often turns out like I feel like pets usually match their name as time goes by. Because what? you treat them a certain way. <laughs> wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're saying... <laughs> what kind of magic power do you think naming a pet has? Okay. I, okay. I think, I think it's more you name, you name your pet something. Mm-hmm. You treat it a certain way based on that name. Even like... Okay. Even if you, if you have a dog, it's the exact same dog, and you name it princess Uh uh-huh versus larry you're treating that dog differently okay but i don't think that's based on the name you gave the dog the name if yeah but if you went okay 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 if you went to like a shelter and got a dog named larry and you didn't change his name but you really wanted a dog named princess you probably would treat larry like a princess i think i think this is now okay Here's the thing, though. Here, here's what I'll give you. If you met somebody whose dog was named Princess, you would treat that dog differently than if you met somebody whose dog was named Larry. Right. I'm going to... Larry and I are going to be bros. Princess and I, not so much. Yeah. So so maybe, maybe it's that external factor. Where everyone else perceives Ugfuck as way uglier than than they actually are, because they know that the hog's name is Ugfuck. Right, exactly. Maybe. But like it's probably also a damn ugly hog. <laughs> and that's a big old hog. But that <laughs> I think that makes Oates' love for the hog so much more endearing. Yeah. Because Oats is just like, hey, you little guy, nobody else loves you like I do. You got Oats here for you, hog. Right. My, I guess my question is just, how could a hog be that much uglier than another hog? <laughs> you know what I mean? Luke, you just don't have a great, like, you need to expand your mind, my guy. Okay, it, true. Just imagine the most fucked up hog like take a hog and just like move its eyes around in weird ways maybe put the tusks in strange places sure sure just really fair enough just really morph it you got an ugly hog yeah and i can and i can see why why oats would love that guy so much Mm. you know somebody's got to the Okay, I want to talk about something a little bit bigger than this book, but it's like present in this book. Okay, so a lot of the times, whenever there are orcs, they're described as like brutish and dumb, but very strong. And then we get elves, and elves are like quick and smart and old and wise. And and then we get humans, and humans are just like fucking vanilla ice cream. Like, why do the humans always run shit? The- I think it's a numbers game, usually. What? Why? Are, are You're saying humans breed like rabbits compared to elves and orcs? From what we've seen of these freaking half-orcs, uh, I imagine real orcs are probably having a lot of children. 
Yeah. I think the numbers are in the orcs' favor if we're going to give numbers to somebody. But maybe. But we don't know. We don't know, like, orc culture, right? We, yeah, we've gotten little snippets of it, which we'll, we'll get into. I have a few other qualms with that that we'll get to, I think, a little bit later. Yeah. The other thing is, so I think, I think number, the numbers game is usually the answer, mm-hmm. or is usually at least part of it. Mm-hmm. The other thing is a lot of times it's just different goals, I think. Like elves, for example, don't necessarily always have the, like, conquer the world mentality mm-hmm. that humans in these kind of books usually do sure sure i don't know i don't know if that's the case for this one mm-hmm. yeah i'm not sure about this one either it does sound like a numbers game in terms of elves humans in this one but like orc human war seems like the orcs would definitely smash humans immediately okay yes but we did hear that orcs cannot like can't ride horses yes so what it said it said (laughs) one guy on a horse is like comparable to one orc that means think about the maneuverability like okay sure but also think about how expensive it gets to put every dude on a horse okay true and you've got to like You've got to like raise horses. Think, okay, think the first time, the first time you met like an army of orcs and got smashed, except for your cavalry, you had to be like, okay, we just got to put everybody on horses. And then your next thought is, we don't have that many horses. Like, sure, we've got some horses. Right. Orcs, on the other hand. Yeah, don't, don't, the, yeah, the other side of that argument is that orcs don't need horses. Exactly. Okay, fair enough. Um, you could also say there's there's often, and this is usually the comparison between like uh, backwoods humans versus like city or organized humans, where the the big army of the of the civilized country can actually can just crush the barbarian army because they're more organized. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't th- I think that we see the orcs being relatively smart mm-hmm. and having some kind of structure. Mm-hmm. But we don't know what kind of what kind of limits on their organization ability that their like culture puts. Cuz they currently I think their system is they they only have like 6 orcs per little group and mm-hmm. you know they go in as multiple groups sometimes. Right. But maybe they maybe they they don't for some reason they can't do like big formations of like forty orcs. Uh, so when you come in when you come in with a with a group of cavalry, you can just crush these guys because you've got like a thousand guys in a in a flying no no flying. That can't know. be true, Luke, because that's not a war. We had a war between humans and orcs. A war is not, oh, there's a little cluster of orcs over there. Let's just smash them with our giant army and then go find the next one. No. A war is thousands of troops on either side and they're fighting it out. But but were the orcs like that, though? <clears throat> okay. I, I think we don't have enough information right now to say definitively orcs should run things. But right now, I'm on the camp that I think the orcs, given their abilities, compared to the humans' apparent just, like, plainness, orcs should run things. Right. Okay, actually, we need to get to one more point. I thought I was going to bring this up later, but we're already talking about orcs. At one point, it talks about how the orcs have to come to this land, and they go through the gut, which is a narrow channel that they can swim across and they have to swim because it says they never mastered the art of making boats. I'm calling bullshit on that (laughs) for two reasons. The first, okay. If you could like facilitate a war with another intelligent race of beings, you can figure out that wood floats. 
Think of the most simple raft. They're not going they're not going to the Americas from Spain, okay? They're crossing a distance that they can swim. You're telling me they never thought to lash three trees together and just paddle their way across? Come on. Yeah. This is propaganda. I think this is propaganda <laughs> to oh. make us think that the orcs are dumb and brutish. Okay. That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Right, because we don't we we're not getting this information firsthand or from the orcs. Nope. Nope. We're getting this from a half orc who mm-hmm. runs around with humans murdering roving bands of maybe they're refugee orcs. <laughs> maybe they're searching for a homeland. Maybe maybe orcs were tried to get into like a kayak that's just too top heavy. So whenever they turn, they just flip. You know, I've... the balances aren't right. Sure, okay. <laughs> and then they're like, "Nope, not doing that anymore. We're swimming." <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. So they decide because they fell out of the boat into the water, they're just gonna swim the whole way because it's, it's not frustrating. Worth it. <laughs> okay, Luke. First of all, kayaks are like one of the most stable things of all time. It would be a canoe. They would have made a canoe. They would have flipped over, gotten filled with water, and they would have said, "Fuck it, we're never doing this again." This is a waste of my Sunday. I thought we were going to have a nice picnic, maybe see some geese. But no, this canoe sucks. I hate it. Let's go home. Yeah. All right. So let's assume then that they tried to make boats and failed. Uh, You know who can make boats? People. And I'm sure the orcs have figured out slavery. That's a super easy one. Oh, yeah. Okay, we don't know how to make boats, but those people over there do. We'll just catch a bunch of them <laughs> and make them build us boats. Plus, think about the think about the profits you're making as a human. Oh, I hadn't even thought of that. If you're selling, yeah. if the humans are selling boats to the orcs, this is genius, actually. Right. Forget just my slavery get... idea. That was a bad one to begin <laughs> with. We should have never even come up with that one capitalism you could, you could be giving them some garbage little rafts they don't know the difference they're they're giving you top dollar for this mm. mm-hmm. or, or whatever whatever their currency is yeah top dollar top dollar maybe they don't rape you and your whole family could be another option right there's yeah. got to be some trade that you can come to with these with these orcs mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm. i think that's fair I just, I think it can't be true. There's got to be some level of propaganda we're getting about the orcs right now. Because we've yet to talk to any of them. I want to hear the orc right. story. Yeah. <laughs> it's always two sides. It's not true, but okay. Um, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring us into the, the stronghold of the Grey Bastards. The mm, kiln. The kiln. Mm-hmm. That's what we're calling it. This... Very cool idea to keep it to keep it safe. Oh, hang on. So it's so the 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 kiln basically it has this this wall, mm-hmm. and the wall is also kind of a long passageway. Mm-hmm. That it's they don't have just like a gate. You have to go in, circle around, go through. Mm-hmm. But they have the their defensive measure is they open up some barrier. And the kiln, which is at the center, floods it with heat. Right. It basically turns it into a big horizontal chimney. Right. Yeah. So that you can't go through, you can't climb it because it's too hot, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Sounds very cool in Uh theory. Yes. Okay. This is my problem. I'm not... I'm a little curious. I'd like to see some numbers. Yep. Yep. That's that's what I want to see. I'm not... I'm not convinced by the efficiency of this. Um, Sounds terrible. I just like how much fuel do you need? How Dude, how slow how slow is it to heat up? It's got to take gotta a be pretty, pretty slow, long right? time. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, I mean, unless like, okay, unless they're maybe, keeping it constantly hot, which then the fuel needs are dramatic. Right. I I think I think you could get the you could get the passageway pretty hot pretty quickly. Mm. Mm-hmm. but one of the other things that they talk about is how hot the wall gets so you can't like climb it that's that's taken a while 
Oh, I yeah. think. Oh yeah. <sighs> okay, and we do, hold on though, because we do get a scene where Grocer is complaining about the shipments of wood that they're getting, and to like turn on the kiln for even a little bit is going to cost them a lot. Right. So like fair, but then like if you, there's a siege that lasts more than like a day. You're running out of wood. Right. So I think he says they have enough for like two to three days right now. Yeah. <laughs> Which is not long enough. No. <laughs> but okay. To be fair, after that happens, it's like, okay, now they have a normal castle. Yeah. Except that their walls are hollow. Right. So somebody could like potentially just break in. Yeah. Easier than if they had just filled filled the walls with rubble. Or, I don't know, spikes. Just anything. Because the other thing about it is they have a way in and out that seems pretty secure. Right? Because they, they like talked the, the about... the ramp thing? Yeah, they talked about how the tunnel was like kind of a pain in the ass and took a long time. But they can just put the ramp down and they can ride all their hogs over the ramp right why not like just have that you mean you mean there should have never been a a passageway to begin with yeah you're saying you're saying no gate whatsoever nope i feel like this is uh this i i think that's a more dramatic version of a drawbridge Mm. Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) i mean there's i mean there's no moat right okay okay Anyway, yeah. Um, I just, I think it was a very. I think someone's someone in the gray bastards' mind was going a little too fast. Like they just they just got out of school, had these great ideas, but <laughs> they just got right. out of slavery. Had this great idea for a fortress. Had these great ideas, not very much real life experience, so didn't know. Didn't didn't know what to factor in other than like the theory that they had. They had a background in. They had the name. This is I think this is what happens with all with all of these half orcs is they get the name of something that would sound really cool. And then they're like, okay, we should call our fortress the kiln. Doesn't that sound tight? And everyone's like, Yeah, that sounds so tight. What's special about it? And the guy's like, uh it's got like a big kiln in the middle and everyone's like oh all right i mean that sounds whatever and he's like no no no, wait but then it heats up the walls super hot and everyone's like oh shit that i don't like hot walls that sounds really bad i'm into it i think yeah i think they came up with the name first and then somebody had to back up the why they came up with the name right i i would i would like to see there be some really cool, like, see, my original thought was that they needed the kiln or it was built on like a hot spot mm-hmm. or something like that. Right, exactly. Or they or they were already, they were using the kiln for some kind of purpose like blacksmithing, but or making intense. Or making beautiful china pottery. Right. <laughs> Just the the most beautiful teapots you've ever seen in the you lava. You got to get it up to a billion degrees to get them to look like this. To get that glaze to come out just right. Oh. Right. And then and then they came up with the idea for the fortress is just like a side effect of all the heat that they were generating anyway. Mm. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. Or but- like there's there's a you know this is maybe there's maybe this this I, this talk of fuel is is it's not actually true. They've they've got they've got some fire demon that they're keeping captive captive in there. Or the kiln is built on a giant coal deposit, and we're friends of coal out here in Lotlands. <laughs> drill, baby, drill, Dan. <laughs> well, I don't know okay. if you drill coal, but sure. Well, I guess yeah, you. I was, I, why not? I I was, I was going generic there. <laughs> generic fossil fuels. Great, we nonsense. love that. <laughs> Um, uh, speaking of the kiln, though, I, I'd like to stay on the kiln for a minute. So we get this issue where Fetch 
kills this noble person. And this kind of sparks the whole conflict in this book so far. And they're like, shit, what are we going to do with this body and his horse? And Jack was like, oh, no problem. Sludge Man will take care of it. Sludge Man is able to take a body and turn it to nothing. So they're like, great, problem solved. Let's just leave and we'll leave the body here for the Sludge Man to deal with. First, I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Flash forward, less than a week, Jackal's in the kiln. Hey, we've got those soldiers that witnessed that thing to take care of. Oh, let's just murder them and throw them in the kiln. Nobody will ever find their shit. What? Who is the sludge man? And why do we feed him dead bodies? Right. There's... I I see your point with this. There's a... There's a point past which hiding these bodies is the same thing. Like, yeah. Yeah. Like, <laughs> why are we feeding the sludge man? It sounds like we're feeding the sludge man dead bodies. And they... It's very expensive. It's apparently, yeah. Which why is it so expensive, by the way? I don't know. He probably <laughs> likes it. He's probably like, I would do this for free, honestly. Right. Also it just like this is you know what this is? This is a classic case. This is the exact same problem with the kiln. This is overcomplicating something that could be simple, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of ground in the lotlands. Just bury the guy (laughs) did we forget that icarus did we fly too high where we forgot oh we could just dig a hole in the ground (laughs) nobody is going to find this guy that's so true i especially because your story is that he ran to the centaur area yeah and everyone, everyone in this group is gonna is gonna back that up, uh huh, until the horse returns, and then they're like asking questions. Yeah. So, if the horse did not return, no one is even gonna look for this guy. <laughs> no. Yeah, you could just bury you could bury him. Yeah, too complicated. See, m- maybe this is why. For a while, I was wondering why the half-orcs didn't run everything, because they seem like the perfect combination of humans and orcs, right? They ride on, and they can use animals, and they've got the strength of the orcs. But maybe the half-orcs just, like, overcomplicate the shit out of everything. And so they could never run a civilization, because it would just be the most inefficient thing of all time. Mm-hmm. Where they're like, oh... Mm-hmm. uh you need to, you want to ride your hog down the street? Well, uh, you got to go to this organization and they have to certify you for your hog. And then you have to train your hog to do a backflip. Uh, it's just how we work here. And then we've got to give you a new special name for you. And then you've got to give a name for your hog and register that. And it's like, can I just get on my hog and ride it down the street and it's like no that's too easy <laughs> yeah i you know i hadn't thought about them this this being like one of the aspects of their personalities mm-hmm. but yeah so I far it seems like that's how it's been especially <laughs> okay so we also get we also get a fight scene mm-hmm. with the gray bastards fighting like two groups of orcs. Mm. And they do all these special maneuvers. You like but all of their maneuvers essentially end in them shooting their like I, I think they're essentially crossbows. Yeah, that's what like I'm shooting thinking. their crossbows. Yeah. But in some weird formation. It's like you can just ride by them and shoot your crossbows. Right. Or like you, it talks about how they lose some accuracy because they're like running or like riding by them really fast. Yeah, you could even just go up to them. <laughs> Although, uh, no, that's not. That would be more risky. Yeah, because they talk about how 
you need to keep moving with orcs. Okay, I'm going to rescind that point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But still. Yeah, it seems like they're overcomplicating literally everything. Yeah. Okay, one, one thing that we did not talk about that might actually explain a little bit on why like humans are much better or not better but like much more in power mm-hmm. and that is magic yes yes so they may they do mention a wizard at one point with the humans right and and i don't know if this is true for some reason i get the i have the theory that humans have more magicians but i don't know why i think that maybe maybe i'm just trying to come up with reasons as to why humans are winning wars with orcs and that kind of stuff yeah i'm also with you there okay but i'm taking this i'm taking this to crafty Mm -hmm. the half orc wizard Mm -hmm. and the part that i'm going to talk about is when they go and confront the uh the sludge man yes Mm -hmm. they get in this they get in this initial little fight with them and I had been hearing about how he was a magician and like he had, he seemed really cool because he was doing like weird, weird things and he seemed really confident Uh and he also seemed really confident when the sludge man was coming up, Mm -hmm. but he did like nothing during this fight. You mean the 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 first first one? one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. The first one. He got choked out in the first one. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He like, he like slowed down the little sludge guys he used his magic vape to slow down everybody right and then got choked out basically Uh uh-huh um so at first i was kind of like okay so magic just kind of sucks in this um and then and then in the next fight he does this cool like fire fire bees move right I was like, okay, yeah, thank you. But the all of the our, our our group of main characters was like, holy shit, what was that? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, he's a magician, you guys. You knew that. I I I don't know why this was the surprising part. I feel like the surprising part was when he did not do anything. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Like I, if I was in this circumstance, this fir- first fight, I would have been like, "Hey, man, you didn't do shit back there." <laughs> and then the second fight, I'd be like, "Fucking thank you." Why didn't you do that? That's why the last you're here. Time. <laughs> you were busy over there puffing clouds, ripping fat ch- like clouds, and you were just getting choked out. I had to break my arm. You, Jackal's like flopping his broken arm. Like, look, dude, come on. You couldn't have done that like before the gigantic sludge man stepped on my arm and shattered it. It seemed like it took less prep than his little vape thing. No, he like took a drink from a jug. He took a sip of some fireball and then just like spat it at this guy because he was on the move on a hog and then jumped off and in the split second blasted this guy with fire wasps. Right. The first the first battle, he spends like 10 minutes prepping this little tea kettle and blows out some like shitty little slowdown mist. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I thought it was going to be way cooler. Also, it sounded it seemed like he was surprised that the sludge man came at him. Yeah. The fact that he just got cho- he started getting choked was like, what did you expect to happen when you're like <laughs> Hey, Sludge Man, I think you're a demon and we're here to stop you. I'm gonna steal your have your elf person. Yeah, you can't you can't go in with enough confidence to steal the elf person, call him out for being a weird demon guy, and then like the one move you're willing to do is slow down his little his little gross boys. Yeah. Yeah. And then be like surprised. When when he jumps up and starts strangling you, and you're like, "Oh, I I didn't plan for this one. Hold on, let me get. I've got some potions in there that I need for this. If you could just let me get one of those potions. Oh no, you're gonna keep choking me. Okay, all right. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it was your. Frankly, it was irresponsible. 
And what what kind of pisses me off too is so before that scene, I kind of understood his air of like superiority and mystery. Like, oh, I know what's going on, and like Jackal, you really you really don't. I'm like a super smart wizard who's got it all figured out. But then he tries to he like keeps it up after that. And if I'm Jackal, I'm not buying it anymore. Like, dude, I watched you almost get throttled to death by that guy. You can't come at me like, oh, don't worry. I've got it under control. <laughs> like, don't worry. I know things you don't know. It's like, right. maybe, but like, so do I. And one of those things is like, you always got choked out back there. I watched it. Here's, yeah, here, here's, what, here's what it is. When you're playing, when you're playing Skyrim mm. or something like that, which is which is often my analog for this kind of thing, you've always got like tons of potions. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not every time, and I and I'm assuming that this is universal. If you fight somebody, you're like, I don't need my potions. I'm gonna save those for something bigger. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's like, and then the bigger thing never comes. This is this is what. This is what our boy Crafty's doing. He's like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to save this little fire-breathing potion for, for the real boss. <laughs> Turns out he needed it. Right, right. He's at the point in the boss fight where he's got like five hit points left. He's about to die. And he goes to the pause screen. He's like, I'm just going to chug everything and see what happens. He's <laughs> like, let me eat 17 wheels of cheese because I didn't, I didn't save my game for the last three hours. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, I want to I wanted to I have a brief thing that is talking about the the lingo that the great bastards use. Mm-hmm. It's very it's it's very cool. Like interesting lingo. Mm-hmm. I honestly don't know if this is made up lingo for this book or if this is real lingo. Ooh. I'm a, is it made up? What what are you specifically talking about? I don't have necessarily a specific thing. I just like everything has a different name than I'm used to. Right. So they call their hogs barbarians. That's not what we call hogs. Anywhere. Right. But I'm also thinking of like swords and crossbows. Uh, they have different names for them. Yeah. I think I think it's all made up. Okay. Maybe the sword name is real, but. I think it's all just made up. Okay. Because okay, it's like, it's like in their I'm own... not out of the loop. It's like in their own culture, you know? Right. Because like we just right. made up the names, so... That's a good point. Right. It's deep. Speaking of deep, Jackal goes to get his arm fixed. Jackal come, is like talking about how the halflings believe in this god... And the humans believe in these gods and their big cities. But in the Lotlands, all you can have faith in are some good friends and a hog underneath you. He kind of gets like sort of deep there. Like, oh, I don't believe in God because that sounds silly. And then he leaves the halflings with his arm fully fixed. So, I mean... You're not going to convert immediately? Okay, yeah. Okay, I have this exact th- theme, thing written down. Because he leaves he leaves with this deal that I want to talk about after this. Mm-hmm. And he's super... The, okay, so the deal is that if he does this, he has to... when the If the god ever wakes up, he has to join him. Yeah. Um, and he's like, that's never going to happen. Because religion isn't real. And then he wakes up and his his arm is fixed. I know. He's like... Cool, let's go. It's You're like, not even going to question? Yeah. It's like if, if a literal miracle is not enough to convince you that maybe a god is real, nothing is. Right. Like, And I mean, you could, you could say in this world, okay, it's, it's magic, it's not god. There's, you, can, you can say that, but you have to, you have to doubt it a little bit. You've got to have some of your confidence shaken because I think he goes in there expecting them to do like the normal little like 
healing, some kind of normal healing, maybe some spells mm-hmm. that are that are more obvious. Mm-hmm. But this is like he just wakes up from this dream thing and his arm is fixed. I'm, I'm, you got to be a little bit nervous after that. Uh, yeah, like a lot nervous. <laughs> or you convert right there. Are you kidding me? Right. You convert. All your friends who saw it convert. This is a freaking miracle. What other powers can I get? That's my next question is like, what powers do you guys have? Yeah. How can I get some more? I'd like some more of these powers. That sounds awesome. (laughs) And also ask more questions about your arm. Yes. Yes. Because he's not fixing your arm. He's giving you this like long dead hero. He's giving you that dude's arm. Right. You're not going to be like, so is it like stronger or... Can was I? He, can I? Was shoot? he le- was he left-handed? Am I now? Am I switched now? I need more information on this. Actually, Luke, you know, you know how he figured that out. So, before he figured out which hero's arm to give him, he had to get certain samples from Jackal. That's how he figured out he was right-handed. Oh, because he was like, you think you think that's oh, the way okay. he did it? Okay, Instead I see. Just, I see what you're working with over there. <laughs> I got a right-handed here that's perfect for you. He had the same technique. <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. I'll I'll follow you on that one. Thank you. Okay, I wanna I wanna talk about the deal that he makes. Okay, this might be a hot take. Okay. Does this does this feel like a win-win for Jackal for you? 100%. This is not a hot take. I had this exact same thought. Okay, yeah. He, okay, the deal is he gets his arm fixed, Mm -hmm. but not fixed, but he gets the arm of this hero, like I said. Mm -hmm. I'm going to assume that that's a better arm than you currently have, but I don't know yet. It probably is. So let's ignore that point. In, In return... Jackal has to come protect them whenever there's this like centaur attack. Mm-hmm. Plus, when the god rises up, he has to like ride with him in whatever the god does. Mm-hmm. So, so you're telling me I get a, I get a, I get a cool new arm. Yep, and a sweet job opportunity. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. You get to be one of the champions for a literal god. If that god ever comes back. Right. Uh, yes, yes, please. Yeah, if that god ever comes back and he doesn't make this deal, he's he's sending his he's sending him his resume immediately, but he's not going to call back. No, there's no way. Now he's automatically in. I think, so what I think this is, and why this would, why this is going to be a problem for Jackal, is Jackal doesn't see a good opportunity. He, he doesn't recognize a good opportunity when he sees it. And to him, it's always just tying down his freedom, you know? Mm-hmm. When in reality, he's like living in his mom's basement, playing like, I don't know, video games all day, playing Skyrim all day. And he's like, yeah, I'm free. I can do whatever I want. And it's like, dude, you, your uncle works at Wells Fargo and almost got to, like offered you a job there you would have made like no i think it's more like i think the comparison is the founder of of google okay is like hey i've got this good idea um you can be you can be a partner if it ever works out if it works out if it doesn't work out don't worry about it if it does work out you're a partner and um you also, for right now, get a million dollars. That's that's what this is. Yeah, that's so true. But yeah, but Jackal's still sitting in his mom's basement like, yeah, but if I'm a partner, then I have to, I don't know, go to board meetings. Ew. <laughs> I want my freedom. <laughs> and it's it's I think it's also like, plus, I'll be abandoning my friends. Okay, yeah, that's... But you could give your friends jobs yeah like it, it does not say your friends can't come with you right also it doesn't say your friends can't come with you when you go defend the place from the raging centaurs 
In fact, maybe this is a better strategy, is to just get everybody who's not going insane in one place when the betrayal moon rises and say, okay, let's just murder all the centaurs when they run around like maniacs. <laughs> like, why do why are we spreading our forces all over? Why are the centaurs allowed to still be a thing? This is a separate thing. Yeah, but... I think they're just too powerful. You think so? I and guess, yeah. and there's not really any there's not really any alliances here. Yeah. There's no large group that would impose order. It's just like I was honestly super surprised with how small this castle was. Like the kiln, mm. the kiln. I was surprised with how few warriors they have. Okay, yeah. This was this was my my last note that I my last large note that I wanted to talk about. Is that it feels like there should be more members right. of the Grey Bastards. Right. It sounds like there's less than 12. I think there's like nine right now. Yeah. that's Yeah. It sounds like there's nine <laughs> total. And, okay, there's, they, half-orcs obviously are losing the numbers game. Yeah. Right? Because they can't reproduce. Right. Um, so there's not as many half-orcs. But they talk about how how rare it is for someone to to be voted into the Great Bastards. Mm-hmm. But they have almost like a, a, a university, pro- or not university program, but some kind of like training program where the slob heads go through like... <laughs> they have an internship. Many years. They have an internship. Right. What are those? And those guys are pretty often, seems like, not getting in. Yeah. And are like really looked down upon. Uh-huh. What, where, why are these guys, first of all, either your training sucks, you guys, you guys need to spend more time training these people because you could have better numbers if you train them better and and vote them into your group. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's it though. What do you think it is? I think it's the case of the 1% trying to keep the 99% down because the 1%, think of how good the hog riders have it. The gray mm-hmm. bastards, apparently, literally every woman wants to sleep with them. Uh, they don't have to clean up after their hog ever. They just ride in and like hand it off to some random slop head and say, you take care of it. And they're like, I don't know. They get a say in the clan business. That's a pretty sweet, cushy gig. And if everybody got that, mm, then who's going to take who's going to clean up after my hog? Okay, sure. I think that that's probably true. Yeah, okay. I think that that's how they see it. Mm -hmm. I think were they to do a little bit more research, they would figure out that their lives would get much better were they to have have more members. Mm. Because, like, you got to think about this kind of stuff. You've You've got nine members right now. Let's say every year you let... You let the top two slop heads in. Mm-hmm. Your number, your numbers start to rise. All of a sudden, you're going on less patrols. You got mm. more time to do your own thing. Mm-hmm. Ah, but I mean, like the thing they would want to do, Luke, is probably go on patrol, right? I guess. It sounds like they love know. it. It sounds like they love getting out there on the hog and just riding. <laughs> Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I guess I don't know what they want, necessarily. <laughs> you know what, Luke? I don't think they know what they want. No. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, and we also, I think you're right that they're they're kind of, for some reason, trying to keep the numbers down. Mm-hmm. Because the way, the way that you get into the Great Bastards is someone nominates you and you have to get like a majority of votes. And we we see I think when uh fetching, we the story is that Oates and Jackal nominate her. She just barely gets enough votes, but uh the chief like really wants her out. Yeah. If they really cared about getting their numbers up, she she obviously is capable enough. If they really cared about getting their numbers up, everyone would be happy to have her in, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they don't. They don't care. 
They don't care about getting their numbers up. No. Yeah. Either that or we're ignoring what could be a very real possibility. Everyone else is just the biggest idiot. Okay. Yeah. That's This is the other thing. Everybody else in the kiln couldn't like pour water out of a boot if there were instructions on the heel. Like they are dumber than a sack of rocks. And so for the sake of everyone, it's kind of like a favor that the gray bastards are doing to all these idiots running around. They're like, if we left, these people would not last two minutes out here. Yeah, I think that that's I think that that's definitely possible, or at least I think that that's that's what they think. Mm -hmm. Oh, for sure. Because we they do when they ride out to confront the orcs. They like they light the fire thing as soon as they leave. Yeah. And it's on until they get back. Mm-hmm. Which is like they they don't trust anyone there to protect e- even though they're not expecting a fight. Yeah. They waste like a third of their resources just because they're gone for a night. Yeah. It's like there are nine of you. <laughs> and I think they say that there are three dozen, more than three dozen slop heads that they put up on the wall. Yeah, something to, like that. To guard the kiln. The, the, we'll have to see. We'll have to see if it's overconfidence or if it's actually true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, from what we've seen so far, they, they seem very competent. What, you mean the... The, the great the bastards. People in the, yeah. They seem like very good fighters. They definitely do. I just don't know. I don't know if the slop heads are. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's but they true. go through like eight years of training. I know. But like 90% of that is like how to clean a hog. So. And <laughs> how it, clean are these hogs? <laughs> cleanest hogs in the land, Luke. That's what they're known for. I think I think it's coming down to like these. They just have the worst, the worst schools in the land. Right? Y- yeah. That's probably it. Or I mean invest a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I I still think it could be that they're, you know, they're holding the proletariat back and there's gonna be an uprising that the slop heads are gonna realize that they need to seize the means of their own destiny mm-hmm. and kill all of the gray bastards to take their rightful place as their own masters. But you know, who knows if that's gonna happen. Who knows? No one. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, we're getting another third of the book for next episode. Um, I mean, we'll see if somebody gets the axe. I'm cu- I'm curious what's gonna happen with the with the elf lady at the table. Yeah, maybe she'll say a word or two, and we'll get something from her. Um, who knows? Maybe uh, maybe she'll come up with a hot take. And maybe the gray bastards will turn into dumb nerds. Mm-hmm.